We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pack a Day podcast. Wherever you may be, and however you may be listening, thank you so much for making this part of your day. My name is Nick Schmitz. I am going to be your host again on this Sunday, July third, one day away from the Fourth of July. Uh, hopefully you are able to relax over this nice long weekend. Hopefully you're doing something fun. If you do have to work, thank you for making us part of your day anyway. So um, it's, uh, you know, we're into July now. As I said last week with Gage, you know, we're really kind of at that point in the season where still no news is good news. You don't really want to be hearing a whole lot about your team right now. You don't want to be like the Browns with what they're going through. You, you don't want to be hearing about injuries um, this is just kind of the quiet part of the season. We got about three, four more weeks until training camp. So um, not a whole lot going on. But right now, given the time of the year, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, so joining me this week is going to be someone joining the, the rotation for a, a little while, at least uh, for the foreseeable future for the, our Sunday show. Gage is unable uh, to be with us today. He is celebrating uh, his mom's birthday. So I've got Jimmy Christensen back with me. Jimmy, this mm-hmm. is um, for me, this is interesting because I've worked with you for a very long time uh, yeah. on Lombardi's bar for Game on Wisconsin. But you and I have never, I don't think, have had like a show conversation. Oh, did we before, like way back when? I don't think so. I think this might, you might have joined one did, of the ones I you, did with, I took your spot for the Wednesday show with Nick and yes, Maggie. Or okay. not Nick and Maggie, you're Nick, Jacob and Maggie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. right. Because I, I knew there was at one point, there was a, 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 a overlay um, with us at one point, but you and I don't think have ever actually done a show together. So we'll see uh-uh. how this goes. I know if, if it goes anything like Lombardi's Bar goes, it, it's going to be fun. So um, it's just going to well, be me yelling producer Nick over and over again out of yeah, frustration. It, yeah. It, but you won't have Todd to argue with about anything. So. <laughs> True. Um, and, and you won't have Dan trying to get the, the whole show back on track. We'll see if I can like do what he does and pull some magic and keep everything, you know, centered and on topic. But uh, you know, Jimmy, like I was saying in the intro there, not a whole lot going on this time of year. It's the 4th of July, just real quick. Um, you know, are, are you doing anything for the 4th of July? Do you have anything going on? It's 
to go to your first part quick of like not having news, I'm pumped about that. Like you said, it's good to have no news right now because going a year last year, this was a time of like, is Aaron Rodgers our quarterback? Is he going to come to the team? We already dealt with that earlier this season. He made a quicker decision than last year. Now we can just live in football purgatory and just wait for the upcoming season. Uh, but for my 4th of July plans, I actually have a buddy of mine that we went we went to college. We actually both taught in China together, uh, lived together over there, and then in Wisconsin for a little bit. But he's actually coming down to Georgia from North Carolina with his family. So it's going to be a different dynamic because usually when we get together, it was without kids. We were just young, dumb college kids, and now we're young, dumb parents. Um, so we'll be running after three three kids. So it'll be a fun weekend, so I'm excited to see him. What about you, Nick? Do you have any fun plans? Uh, yeah, I'm actually – I've been off the last two days, and I am with my in-laws at their lake house on Long Lake, Wisconsin, just about an hour north of Eau Claire. And so we've been doing some fishing and boating and lots of drinking, and this is yeah. way way more sun than, uh, than my uh, pasty self is used to seeing. So uh, there's definitely some sunburn there. But, uh, yeah, just a yeah. – just a low key, just hanging out with the in-laws. Um, I, you know, I know, I don't know about you, Jimmy. Uh, I know that I'm very blessed with my in-laws. Like, I feel like I won the in-law lottery. Um, they're super cool. I don't ever dread seeing them, which I, I say that knowing that, that not a lot of people can say that about their in-laws. Yeah. So I just, I feel very blessed. So, um, but uh, people didn't come here to uh, listen to me talk about my in-laws, uh, Jimmy. So no, we keep kinda... going on about it. Keep going on about it. No big deal. <laughs> well, well we need... <laughs> I need to be careful how loud I say it because my father-in-law, he's always got a hot take for me for the shows. And I don't need him hearing that and coming in here and being like, all right, hot take Jeff coming. Uh, Busts and, the door uh, down, just yells, trade Rogers. I'm sick uh, of him. Tra- well, I asked him last night. I said, what's your hot take? And uh, his hot take was that Bakhtiari's not going to play again. So he, oh. so that kind of, that kind of segues into our Debbie Downer topic for the day. Cause you yeah. and I were talking, you know, it's, there's not a whole lot going on right now, which as you pointed out from last year, like it's kind of good to not have a whole lot going on this time of year. But um, you and I were talking that, you know, obviously the last three years, Packers have won 13 games in each of their seasons. They've been very competitive, very good. Uh, two NFC Championship games, two uh, two number one overall seeds. Obviously, not you know amounting to what we want it to be. But we were talking about the the depth of this team, kind of minus the wide receiver room right now. Not that that's a, a bad position, but there's just a lot of question marks there now that Devontae's gone. Um, and we're kind of going through and we're looking at the starters, and this team is really good. Um, it seems like at almost every position um, with maybe an exception here and there, but, you know, and I was kind of thinking, you know, what concerns us going into this season with the team? Cause I mean, it's easy to look back and say, you know, yeah, they've won 13 games the last three seasons. Do I think they're going to win 13 this year? No, just mostly because I mean, how incredibly difficult is would that to be to win 13 games in four consecutive seasons. Not that it can't happen, but you know, it just doesn't seem likely that they will, but I'm not concerned in any way, Jimmy, unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt for an extended period of time, that this team won't be ultra competitive. And, you know, I I expect them to win their division still, Um, you know, and I expect them to be, you know, a, 
maybe not the one seed, but you know, the two or the three seed is, you know, for sure within grasp of this team. Um, and just looking across everything, everything looks pretty good. We were talking though, that what seems to be kind of the worry for the Packers is all the starters look great. And then it's not that the depth players are bad, but there just seems to be a pretty steep drop off. Um, And I mean, even one thing that, you know, that's concerning to me heading into the season are two players um, on the offensive line. Um, Elton Jenkins, we know he's probably going to miss, I would guess, the first half of the season, uh, depending on his recovery time with his ACL. kind of like Bakhtiari from two years ago. He just kind of got hurt at the end of the year, which is a terrible time to hurt your ACL uh, just for the for the following season. And then we have Bakhtiari. That's probably even more concerning than Elton Jenkins in the fact that we're, you know, 18 months into this recovery process for him. And it seems like nobody on that coaching staff and training staff wants to say anything, not the not, not, positively but it's just like they seem very reluctant to commit to yes he's going to be ready for the start of the season almost 19 months into recovery for his injury which is very concerning um it from that perspective as well and not that the offensive line is bad but we even saw in that playoff game against san francisco that offensive line in that game versus week two um when Mm -hmm. everybody but bakhtiari seemed to be healthy like night and day difference. So, um, you know, we talk about just being worried about the offensive line a little bit, Jimmy, Um, you know, but how concerned are you about that position group going into the, into the start of the season? Having those two players, obviously, like you said, we know Elton's going to miss time. The Bakhtiari thing is just so weird because it has been such a long time since his ACL injury. And I understand he's a bigger guy. Excuse me. So it's going to take a little bit longer for him to recover, but I I didn't expect for him for it to take this long. Uh, And just so the way the coaches are talking, like you said, it's not negative, but there's not that overwhelming sense of confidence that he's going to be there for the start of the season or even for the start of training camp. Um, I don't know if that's them just playing close to the chest or if they're really are worried that he's not going to be able to even, I wonder if he's even going to be able to get back to the form he was before that ACL injury. Uh, So that's obviously just like every other Packer fan, that's the biggest concern. But one of the things that always provides confidence, I guess it's a two-part thing, is the Packers have been incredible at plug and play on that offensive line. They've dealt with injuries the last couple seasons. We saw that last year, especially with missing Bakhtiari, Elton goes down. They're able to shuffle around and have guys perform. And shameless plug for Lombardi's bar, when Joe Thomas was on there, he mentioned uh, the scheme that the Packers have with that zone blocking style is makes it easier to kind of plug and play guys. Um, so with our offensive line coach staying there and moving up to offensive coordinator, there is that sense of comfort that there is that person there that's dealt with these types of injuries before as a coach is going to be able to prepare guys to kind of plug and play where they needs to be. But everyone would be lying if they said they're not worried about Bakhtiari and how that's going to end up because when he's on the field, he's one of the best, if not the best, left tackle. And to miss that uh, is – it sucks. But I'm, I'm confident confident the Packers can can pull it out. And we'll see. They drafted a bunch of offensive linemen this year in the draft, just like they did in drafts previous. So they'll figure it out, hopefully. I always 
trust them until they prove me wrong. So we'll see. But I'd, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little worried. Yeah. And I mean, to give the upside to the offensive line situation is with the Packers, that seems to be a position that over the years that they have just consistently drafted well and figured out to a certain extent uh, very well. I mean, I'm trying to think of in Aaron Rodgers career, not that he's always had a stellar offensive line. But I'm really trying to think, and I and I could be wrong, I could be not thinking of one or two, but it's really hard to think, Jimmy, of a season where Aaron Rodgers has just had an awful offensive line. He's, you know, it's maybe not always, you know, top five, but I mean, you know, we haven't seen offensive lines for Aaron Rodgers, it feels like, for like with certain things that they have in Minnesota, where it's like they've got six guys on the line and it feels like only three of them are blocking at any given time. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's it's a position that they seem to do very well with, and I'm sure some of that is a little bit of Aaron Rodgers' magic that when they are hurt, he's just good enough to be able to make it look like they're not, you know, hurting as much because he knows where the ball needs to go and he can make uh, changes and quick decisions that, you know, probably mask some of that. But it seems to be a position that they've always figured out. But, yeah, I mean, you when you've got Bakhtiari not playing – um, and his status just being unknown. And then we've all seen over the last couple of years how good Elton Jenkins is. I mean, not only at his guard position, but the fact that he's just been able to be literally somebody gets hurt and you're like, all right, great. He's going to move to that position and we'll have somebody <laughs> else fill where he left. Like, I mean, that's something that like that, first of all, like, I don't know how many offensive linemen can do that. Like that's just in and of itself impressive, but it also, you know, speaks to his value of just like what you're missing that first, you know, half of the season where it's just like if an if an offensive lineman gets injured during that time, you don't have that one guy that can play all five spots that can just fill in. So that's obviously concerning and as of right now we haven't heard any, you know, it sounds like Elton Jenkins is tracking to be on to be back, you know, about halfway through the season is kind of roughly where he's at. So we haven't seen anything like like we have with Bakhtiari with him. But um, you just mm -hmm. hope that he gets back as soon as possible, because, I mean, he, he may be overall the best offensive lineman on the team just because of his versatility. Um, yeah, but. But, uh, Jimmy, just looking then to the other side of the ball, we, we didn't really want to talk about the wide receiver room today as a concern because, I mean, after Devontae departed, you know, that was going to always kind of be, you know, a question mark until the season started because at this point, you know, we know Randall Cobb, he's he's a great player, but he's getting older. Um, it'll be – I'm very excited to see Alan Lazard now that there is no Devontae Adams because he's – been very productive over the last couple of seasons but you always have to wonder and I don't think it's a lack of talent on his part but I mean now that he becomes more of a focus because you know you can't do what Baltimore did which was triple team Devontae Adams and still not yeah. cover him um <laughs> but uh you know now that there's not going to be as much attention on Devontae you know what does that mean for Alan Lazard obviously Christian Watson he's going to be fun to you know see what he can bring to the table uh, for the start of the season, but uh, defensively, this is a weird conversation too to be having uh, with Green Bay talking about how on paper, at least like 
who is the weakest player on that starting defensive side of the ball? Like my, my initial thought is, and I could be wrong, but my initial thought is, and this isn't to say anything bad because this is actually impressive that this is the guy I'm picking is Darnell Savage. Like, yeah. And like, and like, and that's not like that he's bad, but it's just like, if you had to look through the starting 11 guys, like who is like the one guy that you would maybe say is, you know, lacking the most. And, and that's not even really fair to say for Darnell Savage, because as inconsistent as he's been, he's when he's playing well, he's still a a hell of a player. So it's a weird conversation to be saying, it's hard for me to pick a, you know, one player on that side of the ball that, that, you know, might be lacking somewhere. But then we kind of, again, talked into the depth of the team. Like, I'll be honest, if Amos or Savage goes down with a prolonged injury, like, I don't feel great about the safety, you know, who's filling in for the safety position there. Especially Um, Amos. He's the the rock of that secondary. Like, if Savage gets hurt, it stinks because he's so athletic. He's all, he doesn't always catch it, but he's always in position or he's in position a lot to make a play. But Amos is a guy that, you know, will always be there. Great tackler. So if he's out, then it's, I feel like the rock of that secondary is gone. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, corner, you probably have your best depth in the sense that you've got three stud corners right now with, with Stokes, Jair and Rasul Douglas. But I mean, even if one of them gets hurt, I mean, you know, one, one fills in for the other, but then like the reality is, you know, how many times during a game are you playing just two corners? You know, I mean, the fact that green Bay has three, I mean, they're probably going to be playing most of the snaps in a game, all three of those guys, if they're healthy. So, I mean, that's great right there, but if one of them goes down again, and this isn't to say the depth behind all these guys is just trash but it's you know it it is a and it it is like most teams that you have you know your starters are good and you know the the depth is not always there but I mean looking at this at this defense Jimmy you know what concerns if any would you have with with the depth I mean we talked about safety um, but this starting defense right now on paper at least is you know I would say top should should or could be a top five defense yeah, yeah. On paper, it should be. Obviously, we have to see how everyone meshes and plays together. But besides the secondary, safety would probably be one of the top ones for concern. But it's also the the edge rushers. Like we have Preston and Rashawn, monsters. Like Preston really performed well last season with that that money incentive. Rashawn is a defensive player of the year candidate this year. Um, but if either of those two get hurt, for to Tipa Gale, whatever his name is, the rookie Kingsley. Um, like there's really no one behind them. And I know this, like in uh OTAs and mini camp, they put they had some packages where Quay Walker was actually at the edge and Rashawn played in uh stand-up D tackle, but you don't want to have your your rookie inside linebacker playing out of position his first year uh if an injury happens. <clears throat> so that edge position is one that Again, just like we've said multiple times, our starters, phenomenal. Behind them, just a lot of unproven depth that, you know, they can come in for a couple plays here and there to give uh, Smith and Gary some relief, but they're not really players you want to see play an extended period of time. So I, I really think that's going to be a position we address in training camp to bring in a veteran like we did last year with uh, Merciless, um, 
who knows? I, we got to bring someone in though to just kind of provide that that depth there, uh, kind of like we have with Jerron Reed for defensive line, like that that veteran to come in and um, kind of fill in where you need. Uh, we need that behind those two at the edge as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, that was as I was asking you the question, that was actually the position that I was thinking of as well. Because I went back to my first thought was going back to last year when we played the Vikings in Minneapolis. Uh, you know, Zadarius Smith was obviously out for the the entirety of the season. It felt like uh, Whitney Whitney Merciless uh, wasn't playing in that game, and Rashawn Gary wasn't playing. Preston Smith was the lone. Uh, edge rusher that you felt comfortable with and while he played well in that game you could just tell that the Vikings were able to do so much more offensively because they really only had to worry about Preston Smith and like I truly felt with how close that game was that if Rashawn Gary Mm -hmm. had played in that game alongside Preston Smith I don't think the Vikings would have won that game Um, but but that's just a position where you know like even last year like on paper you had at one point in the season, you had Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, and Whitney Merciless. Like that would those were your four edge rushers. And like you're like, great, we've got two starters and two depth players for it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, just the way the season goes, you, you went into a game where you only had one of those guys available. So to go into the season with just Gary and Smith, like obviously that's great as starters, but they the Packers do need to address that depth position. Um, for edge rusher, because I guarantee you right now, there's going to be 
at least three games this year where mm-hmm. for whatever reason, one of those two guys is not going to be on the field um, with the other one, you know, for an entire game just due to injury. Um, I don't know what the NFL right now is doing with COVID protocols, if they're even doing that anymore, if that's something. We're As of last year, they stopped them. Okay. They didn't have so, to I mean, test anymore. Okay. So maybe we don't have to worry about, you know, COVID, you know, taking a player away for a week, but I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. There's going to be at least a game or two where, you know, you're going to be down one of those guys and you're going to have to find production from somewhere else on the field, you know, uh, to, to make sure that you're making up for that loss in talent there, which, um, you know, the, the idea isn't to fully 100% replace it, but you got to be able to find something, um, find something to work for, for a game or two. If, if, if one of those two guys has to miss, so. You got to find the the Coco Comets to the Coco Puffs. That's how I like to think of it. You got to get that generic brand cereal in there. It's not the same thing, but it'll do. It'll do in a pinch. Exactly. That's, that's yeah. the whole point that we're going for. So. Get the um, Aldi brand. Yeah. The Aldi brand. Hey, don't knock the Aldi brand. The Aldi brand is surprisingly good Dude, with my, certain things. My wife is at Aldi right now. I love Aldi. That is that's the only place we shot that in Costco. So yeah. I'm an Aldi fan. Hey, <laughs> you and me were, were the exact same there. Aldi, uh, with the exception of a few things, I don't I don't usually buy produce from Aldi. But um, yeah, do, do you get the winking owl wine that, for like three bucks? Of course, of course. <laughs> when I'm in a pinch and the and I I know my wife's going to Aldi, I'm like, hey, at this point, let's just go with the winking owl. It'll do the job. It tastes like Kool Aid. I could drink a whole bottle and literally feel fine. I could run a marathon off it. Oh, well, there you go. Now we got we got Aldi <laughs> talk in there. So we just got to find the Aldi brands for for depth for the Packers for this season. So, oh, yeah. And um, I know I know it sounds like we're being Debbie Downers. But like like you said, it's asinine to think that we're not going to have injuries at key spots. Like it's the NFL They're It's like a car crash every every game. Like someone's going to get hurt and you have to be able to have that replacement. And I like it sucks talking about that, but it's just inevitable. There's no team that makes it through the season incredibly healthy. And we saw that last year with all the injuries that were happening. And we were just looking forward to the playoffs when we were supposed to be the strong team, getting everyone back. Uh, And then that didn't turn out, but it, I don't know, injuries happen. And there's definitely some areas of concern on that for the depth and multiple positions, but especially the ones that we've talked about. Yeah. Well, and you know, you said we don't want to be Debbie Downers Well, the flip side to it is, I mean, again, like we've said, with maybe the exception right now the off, uh, of the uh, of the wide receiver room, just because we don't know much about it. I mean, this team on paper, their starters stacked against the rest of the league. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. a top three, four roster. I mean, just with with all their starters. So um, depth is obviously part of the league. Every every team knows it. The Packers know it, and they 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 address depth, you know, as well as they can. But um, so, uh, well, Jimmy, let's uh, wrap up here, finish with something a little bit more maybe on the fun side. So, you know, we were kind of talking about doing a whole show on this and maybe thought a little bit better of it. But it's the 4th of July weekend. You and I talked about what we were we were, we had going on for the 4th of July. And we thought it might be fun to just pick a few few Packers and what are they doing for the 4th of July weekend? So mm-hmm. A.J. Dillon, I mean, we're convinced he's just somewhere in Door County right now, right? Yeah, he's getting wings. He's just hanging out with the people. I know him and his wife just got married, so congrats to them. Uh, I don't put it past him to have his honeymoon in Door County. Um, he's got so a key to the probably, city. 
He's got. He has to then. It it would be a slap in the face to Door County if he wasn't having a honeymoon there. Uh, but you know he's getting wings, maybe going for a little dip in the water. Uh, but yeah, he <laughs> AJ Dillon, man, he is probably one of the funnest, most fun, however you say it, people to uh, follow on social media. Uh, he he just he's always up to something. Uh, it's it's cool. But yeah, he's definitely in Door County. Yeah, if and by the way, if you haven't had the chance to go to Door County, like put it on your bucket list to go because I mean, I went every summer as a kid. It's a blast. Um, it's maybe not something you do every summer, but it's definitely worth a trip. Like, like even if you're going to Green Bay for like training camp or something, like make a day trip, go up there, Fish Creek, Egg Harbor, all those places are great. Uh, there's a reason why why AJ Dillon loves it. I can speak highly of it, but uh, yeah, Door yeah. County, amazing place. I lived in Wisconsin for 20, almost 29 years. Now that I'm a uh, moved down to Georgia, but in those 29 years, I have never gone to Door County. And I feel like I need to change that, which is weird. I changed that now that I live out of state when I was living there my entire life and never, never took advantage of it. Good. Well, don't, don't feel too bad though, Jimmy. I live in Green Bay right now. I literally live an hour from Door County. And in my time in living in Green Bay, I think I've made it up there once. Like, okay, yeah, then I feel less bad because I was Milwaukee. It would have been a three-hour drive. So Yeah, so, I mean, it's definitely worth it. Definitely a fun time. If you've never been, you should at least go once. But uh, um, And then we thought, okay, what is Aaron Rodgers doing for <laughs> for the 4th of July? Jimmy, what, what do you think Aaron Rodgers is doing for the 4th of July? Probably getting a COVID vaccine. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> bring that back up. Uh, he, you know, probably, as we talked a little bit about before the show, in California – with his new girlfriend who may or may not be a witch. She said she wasn't, but that's exactly what a witch would say. So I don't trust it. Uh, and I really liked your your joke in the beginning where you said making uh, witch fireworks for the 4th of July. That one was probably my favorite. I just picture her like Professor McGonagall in uh, Harry Potter, just holding a wand and shooting off fireworks. So uh, that's what I'm picturing them doing. Yeah, I would imagine he is in California spending time with his, his new girlfriend, Maybe they're not making witch fireworks for the Fourth of July, but you never know. Um, it's a good, it's a good thought to have, though. It's it's a, it's an entertaining one, at least. It, it, well, yeah, it would be one that I think we'd all be willing to like say, "Hey, is there any video footage of that? Like, can we can we <laughs> oh, can yeah. we see how this works?" Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm willing to bet he's probably out in California. I like to tell myself that he's like studying the playbook and everything, keeping his mind on football. But I mean. <laughs> At this point, no. he probably doesn't need to anymore, does he? No, he makes the playbook. He's not yeah. worried about it. <laughs> yeah, there there are definitely games where it feels like he makes the playbook. So, um, all right, who do you? Let me ask you this: Who do you think has the most low key Fourth of July? Like, just stays in the house with his family, barbecues, doesn't do anything. Oh, I feel like it's an unfair answer, and it's only because he's a little bit older, and I could totally see it. My guess would be Randall Cobb that he just hangs out with his family and his kids. Yeah. Like Yeah. Mercedes Lewis, maybe another one that does yeah, that. Yeah, yep. Mercedes Lewis would be another one. Uh man. I'm maybe Alan maybe. Lazard just hangs out at his apartment. I don't know. See, I was gonna say I think he goes out. Do you see the video of or the picture him and Robert Tunyon put on Instagram? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know he's partying. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I would I would probably say Randall Cobb just because I know he's got the wife and kids and probably just chilling at yeah. home. And 
you know, Mercedes Lewis would be another good one uh, for just kind of a low key. The other ones that I, I would maybe venture to put out there would maybe be some of the rookies, you know, whether yeah. or not they're hanging out in Green Bay, you know, just trying to get acclimated to everything or if they're, you know, off doing their own thing. I could certainly see some of those guys just being like, look, nope, I'm going to be in Green Bay. I'm not going to do a whole lot just because I'm focused on, you know, the upcoming season. But as far as like players that have been there, done that type thing, I would say Randall Cobb. Yeah. All right. Then flip side of it. Who do you think is the player that goes all out like jean shorts, American flag t-shirt, American flag wrapped around their head? Like who just goes all out for 4th of July? Uh, well, based on what we've seen from Bucks games, like I want to say Bakhtiari. Like, yeah. <laughs> like just, just based on past history, I would I would say Bakhtiari. Um I could see Robert Tunyon being one of those guys. Yeah. Um, That'd be a fun one. Uh, what about he, Ty Summers? Just like a, a curveball on that. I feel like him being from Texas, like, I feel like it's just in his roots to go all out. See, I, I feel like he would like go all out, but not like be like, you wouldn't know that. He, like, if you weren't there with him, you wouldn't know it. Like you'd have True. to be, you'd yeah. have to, like, he seems like he seems quiet enough that like, he wouldn't like put it on social media or anything. But like, mm-hmm. if you were there with him, I could see it just being like, yeah, just American flags everywhere. A couple big trucks, you know, some <laughs> fireworks, <laughs> lots of beer, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Ty Summers, I could see. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just based on what we've seen from Bakhtiari at Bucks games, like he's, it, it, he seems like the most likely candidate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd have to agree. I think it has to be Bakhtiari. Just, I don't know. I think any excuse for him to chug beers and post it, he's going to do it. And it could be literally any holiday. President's Day, he's chugging beers for Abraham Lincoln. You know, he right. just. Exactly. Well, and I mean, he, well, and he knows too, from Packer fans' perspective, they all have seen that type of content. So it's not like he's got to, like, you know, tiptoe the line of, like, how does this look to people? He's like, no, he's like, people know who I am and people know what I'm about and people love seeing it. So, yeah. So, oh, so Bakhtiari, one. if you're listening right now, like, hey, if you got a video for us tomorrow for Monday, if you just slamming beers, like, put it out there for us to see. Yeah, share it with the world, man. It's your duty. Exactly. So, <laughs> all right. Well, Jimmy, let's wrap this up today. Uh, real quick, people want to follow you, get in touch with your work. How can they do that? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Jimmy underscore C zero eight. Uh, right now I'm just doing pack a day on for the Sunday shows now, which I'm super excited to be back. Uh, and now working with producer Nick in a different fashion is always super cool. Uh, then during the regular season, I'll be having uh, Lombardi's bar is going to be out again. And then I also have a podcast that comes out on Tuesday, which is on Brandon off topic where uh, me, Todd and Aaron, Honestly, I don't know how to describe the show other than sports and a little bit of just nonsense, a lot of bit of nonsense. So it's it's a fun time. What about you, Nicholas? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at producer Nick LB. Although, as I keep saying, like, I don't really do a whole lot on Twitter. Um, so, I mean, follow at your own discretion, I guess, if you just want a blank follower uh, for like <laughs> 360 days of the year. And then there's like five days of the year where I'll put something up there. But, uh, if you want to follow me, sure. Like I, I'm not going to say no, but I'm just, I'm just telling you ahead of time, putting it out there. So, you know, up front that if you click follow on my name, 
you're going to see like five things a year and that'll probably be Dude, it. So I just so, want to let you know, my new goal is to get you into a Twitter beef like that. I'm going to be working on that all year is to get you in someone. I'll even be the heel in that just to get you in a Twitter beef would be, would be ideal. I'm going to get you in Dan to fight. That's my <sighs> real plan. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe that'll be a, like an opening show for Lombardi's bar this year is Dan and I can fight. <laughs> so perfect. And, and, and I'll just say at this point, if you know, you know. And, and, and I'll just leave it at that. So, all right. Well, Jimmy, it was great having a conversation with you today. Have a great rest of your 4th of July weekend. And thank you, everybody, for listening. If you are doing something uh, for the 4th of July, uh, have fun. Be safe with it. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. And as always, Go Pack Go! mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.